everybody. Welcome back to Word of Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, my beautiful wife, Mary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, we thank you guys so much for joining in with us. We are going to be tackling a subject, which is something we've been dealing with in ministry lately. Mm-hmm. Um, dealing with people who have gone through deliverance. Yeah. And yet are still struggling with hearing and listening to these voices, yeah. right? And we need to discern whether it's hearing a voice versus listening to a voice, right? We need to separate those two. And we'll get into that, guys. So stick around. We got a lot of things we're going to cover. Um, but we just actually, we were just discussing what we were going to be talking about. And then we get a call. Yeah. And um, we were invited to um, go and help with a deliverance session, possibly. We weren't really sure what. With a person who'd been suffering with suicidal thoughts. And we're like, okay. So, you know, this person is crying out for help. Yeah. And as we're going and talking about what we're going to be talking about here, and then we figure out what it is we're going to be doing there, it's like, this is the same thing. Yeah. It was exactly the same thing. I'm like, we should just take our notes with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's let's just get after this. Let's start off with prayer, though. That would be good. Okay. Would you mind doing that? Okay. Well, Father God, thank you so much for this time. Thank you that we get to come together to hear your word. Lord, you've been placing this in our hearts. And so we're asking, Father, that you will guide us and direct us in your word to share what you've been sharing with us to those who need to hear. I pray, God, that as people tune in to hear what is being said today, that it does nothing but magnify and glorify your name and set people free. Let us hear better. Help us hear better for your glory, your honor, and our good. Praise be to you, Jesus, forever. Amen. 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 Yeah, so we've been talking that, um, you know, we've been ministering to some people um, as of late, it seems to be a lot of people with the same kind of thing where Mm -hmm. they come to us and they're like, I've gone through deliverance, but I'm still hearing these voices and I think I need more deliverance. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're like, well, do they really need deliverance or do they need something else? Right. Right. Um, and I think this is where that first Peter five comes in. Do you have that? I do right okay, here. Go ahead. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion, lion <laughs> seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Yeah. And that's. I mean, that's somewhat of a comfort, right? It is. It's always comforting knowing that somebody else is going through something that you're going through. Yeah. And because, I mean, even I, to this day, still hear those voices, right? Mm -hmm. We're not alone. Right. And like you you had mentioned something earlier before this, that um, it's like the enemy wants to separate us off. Right. Right. And he wants to, like a roaring lion, call pull somebody away from the herd, get you alone, get you isolated, and then just pounce on you, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's another reason why we need to be so aware of being plugged in and staying in communion and fellowship with other believers who are strong in the faith, who have walked these things out, and that we can talk with. Yeah. 
You know, in times of trouble, we pray, but there's security to be found in wise counsel. Yeah. I don't remember the exact scripture, but the Bible encourages us to seek good counsel, yes. good sound counsel. So we need to discern when somebody comes to us, I mean, do we just instantly assume that they need more deliverance or do we just assume, I mean, how 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 would you work through that? Well, I think one of the ways that we can help them decipher because the reason, for me, the reason I went to somebody else for help mm-hmm. is because, A, I did feel alone. Yeah. You know, the enemy was separating me. B, I needed somebody to help me hear by running it to somebody yeah. who who has walked a lot longer than I. They know God's voice. They know these things. Yeah. And able to share with them the things I'm hearing, mm-hmm. they were able to help me see whether it was inside or outside. Okay. So when you say to determine whether it was inside or outside, how would you describe that? One of the things that I, I was taught or learned is that a lot of the voices from the outside say you, mm-hmm. you, and the voices that were on the inside would say I. Okay. Right? So be like, you're no good. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Right. Right. Versus I'm unworthy. Right. I have nothing to offer. Okay. How could God love me? Yeah. That's that's a big one. You know, and even even today when we are ministering to that person, it was I really want them to experience the love of God. Yes. Because the love of God is what transforms us, honestly. You know, I've been I've been accused of giving people God hugs. You know, it's and it's a father's heart that just wants to love the hell literally out of people. Mm-hmm. I just want to love the hell out of them so that they can experience that that gift of the love of the father that God sent his son for us to have. Right. Right. So let's go to first John uh chapter four. Okay. And I think you said one and two. Yeah. Yeah, I liked one and two. So, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. I want to go a little further. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is not of God. Some people take that so literally. Okay, well, you confess that Jesus is Lord? Yes, I do. Okay, well, you can carnally say that. Right. But the Spirit, I think what what John is really driving at is Christ has come in the flesh, he is Lord over all creation, and he is perfect salvation. Yes, are you wholly made in the image of God again? That's the spirit of God. It says, yes, I am a creation of God. I am not who I once was. Amen. Because right? that's where the freedom is. I am no longer the man I once was. I am now a new creation and the enemy has no power over me. Right. right? Yeah. Well, Jesus said, he has, Satan has nothing on me. Um, so let's look to 1 Thessalonians 5, 21. Okay. Uh, I got that right here. So in 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 says, test all things, hold fast what is good. It's a simple verse and we're maybe taking a little bit out of context, but it's the truth. 
Test all things. Right. Test all things and hold fast. Maintain what is good. Yeah. So if these voices are speaking to you and they're not speaking good, healthy, building edifying. you edifying things. Yeah. If they're not doing that, then they're either of a painful flesh, right? A, a flesh that's just groveling in pain from prior wounds, or it's of the enemy. Right. Right. And we also have to realize a lack of forgiveness mm-hmm. will also keep us trapped. Yes, absolutely. In, in those kind of thinkings. Absolutely. Unforgiveness or a lack of forgiveness is like the biggest blockade to the love of God. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a, a re- rebellion right there. It's a, it's a <laughs> spirit of rebellion. And it's a spirit of unforgiveness. And mm-hmm. that thing needs to be driven out. Yeah. But when a person gets delivered, there's there's now a void that needs to be filled when a person has a deliverance. And something needs to backfill that in. In Matthew 12, Jesus talks about the spirit that gets cast out and goes and wanders around the in the wilderness and right. can't find any comfort. So take comfort in that. The spirits can't find comfort. <laughs> but then he says, I'm going to go back to my house. Hey, see, the spirits think it's their house when actuality, once we've driven them out, and if you're saved, it's not their house. It never no. was their house. They were squatters. Right. Right. So we get rid of them. But then he says, he comes back and sees the house is clean and put in order, but empty because we aren't filled with the Holy Spirit. So we need to get filled with the Holy Spirit, but we need to come into that place of communion with God. And that's through the word. Yes, most definitely. So let's go to um, John 10, verse 2, and then go th- 2 through 5, actually, because we need to we need to feed upon the word so that we can then learn who it is that's speaking to us. I mean, if you don't yeah. know the voice of God, you're going to get confused. I, you know, I struggle. Right. Is this of God or is this of my flesh? Right? I know the voice of the devil. It's guilt, shame, condemnation, wickedness, perversion, all that garbage. Right. But then there's, well, is this my flesh speaking or is this the will of God speaking? You know? Yeah. And so let's go to John 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have it? It's verses two through five. I do, where it's Jesus is the true shepherd. Yeah. Awesome. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. That is is, is the principal thing. It's it's knowing the voice. It is very much so knowing the voice and the way we learn in like you had said, the voice is to read his word, not mm-hmm. just read it here. I mean, yeah. I know people that, that have read it and they're like, Yeah, no. Don't do me no good. Well, here's the the thing. It's it's not a novel. <laughs> it's yeah. living and active. Yeah. And it's important to understand that we can pray mm-hmm. and we get the spiritual highs and lows and mm-hmm. this and that. Yeah. 
But if we're not grounded in his word, yeah, we're not standing upon the rock. Amen. That's true. That's what we get to stand on. When Jesus fought. Yeah. When he fought the devil in the wilderness. Yeah. He's, you know, the devil said, you know, truly, if you are the son of God, you know, turn these stones into bread. Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus say? It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is the word of God, actually quoting the word of God. I love that. <laughs> but it's it's learning the word. We need to know that. So we need to get filled with the word. We need to read our Bible. And I love yes. one thing that we do, guys, is when we come together in the mornings, you know, we, we come together. Mm-hmm. We invite God yeah. to read his word to us. You know, we, Father, I just invite you to read your word to us. Jesus, increase our faith because we read back and forth aloud to each other. And if you don't have somebody to read with, read it aloud and ask God to give you revelation as you're reading his word. Yeah. Father, just read it to me. I want to hear your heartbeat. I want to hear your your desires, your teaching in the word, right? Amen. And we learn what that is. Because like we said, Jesus said, my sheep follow me because yeah. they know my voice. Yes. But I love how he says in there, and a stranger's voice, they won't follow. Right. Why? Because it's strange. Yeah. It is just, it's strange. Why would I do that when God's word says something else? <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to go to James 4. Okay. And I'm going to, in verse 8, I'm going to read six, 7 and 8. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about coming out of deliverance mm-hmm. or even even pre-deliverance, really. You're, you're hearing voices, right? Yeah. This is James. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit to God. End of story. Just submit. <laughs> Amen. Get over with. <laughs> Die to yourself. Submit. Submit. Submit, submit. to God. Is resi- Resist the devil. How do I resist the devil? You submit to God. Right. You submit to the word of God. Yes. You say, okay, this is what you say. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. He can't stand in the presence of God. Draw near to God. And I love this. And he will draw near to you. Yeah. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you Mm double-minded. Our hearts have to be pure before God and say, Lord, I'm having all this stuff going on and I don't want this anymore. I need to be cleansed and purified of my mind. I need to hear your word. I need to hear your voice. He's coming back for a pure bride. That doesn't mean you get in the shower and get out and be cleaned. (laughs) Jesus said, you are already clean. Uh-huh. You just need to wash your hand, your feet. <laughs> you just need to wash your feet and get the filth of the world off of you, right? The inside needs to be clean. Wash the inside of the cup and the outside will be clean. You said pure of heart. So sorry. That's why that's, I kind of got it. It's like, yeah, we, he's coming back for a pure bride. He is. And that's why that's we- That's got to be from the inside. And that's, that's why we so desperately need to realize the voices that we're hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like it says in that first Peter five, the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. Yes. Looking for who he can cull off to the side and devour. Yeah. 
He's prowling around the outside like a roaring lion, speaking all these words of guilt, shame, condemnation. Trying to make you fearful. Fearful or alluring you. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. Truly, you won't die. (laughs) Right? So how do we fight this? We got the word. We got prayer. I don't know. I know when I used to... I did counseling for some time. One of the things I used to say is, I'm coming in to receive tools. Yeah. Because I can't fight if I don't have tools. Okay. So the weapons of our warfare (laughs) are the tools that God gives us. Yes. So we've kind of put it together in these four topics on how to combat these voices, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We're going to combat them through the word. We're going to combat them through prayer. We're going to combat them through promises. And we're going to combat them through praises. So the first one is the word. Yeah. We need to renew our mind. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, Mm -hmm. and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now get this, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. If we are transformed in our mind, we know the voice of the enemy and we know the voice of God. So if you study the real article, you'll know what a counterfeit is. Okay. So let's go to Hebrews 4. 12. Okay. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. This is why we're studying the word, for our minds to be transformed so that we can discern Right? Yeah. Even to the division of our own heart. Yes. Right? I was going to say, this is something we have to realize in order for our mind to be renewed. This word is living and active, and it is able. Are we willing to submit to it? Then we can be renewed in our mind and allow our heart to be transformed as well. Because we got to get out of head knowledge and get it into our heart knowledge. Yeah. And that's going to be proven here in just a minute. So hang on, guys. And let's go to Philippians 1, verses 9 and 10. And this is this is a prayer of Paul to the Philippian church and to all of us as well. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. This is where we we read the word and we are transformed because we then pray the word. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I get excited on that. Because our prayer is, is fellowship time with God, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And who? what better does God want than for us not just to learn his word, but to live his word, to love his word so much that when we pray, Mm -hmm. we're praying back his word. 
Yeah. We are praying back that which he has given us. Amen. So our prayer is fellowship with God. So let's look back to 1 Thessalonians. Let's go back there again. Let's back it up this time. Let's go to verse 16. Remember, we read verse 21, which was test all things, right? Mm -hmm. And hold fast, so that was good. But let's back it up. Actually, let's back up even more. The 15. Okay. So go ahead and start there in in verse 15 of uh, 1 Thessalonians 5. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Mm -hmm. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. So Ephesians 6 verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, Mm -hmm. being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So we are to pray constantly. And a lot of people, well, how do you, you you have to stop. You can't be in constant prayer, but your mind and your spirit can constantly be in communion with God. Yeah, because I'm going to say, I beg to differ. What are we being told? They're constantly hearing voices. Yeah. So their minds are entertaining. They're hearing these voices. Mm-hmm. Let's kick them out. Yeah, let's kick them let's out. Let's kick them out. Let's start Pray. entertaining the Holy Ghost. Prayer and, and think about his word and kick them out and hear what God has to say. Amen. We're going to get there. Okay, in just a sorry. <laughs> Getting a um, little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so let's go to Psalms 145. Okay. Psalm 145, and we're going to read verse uh, 5 and 6. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. Men shall speak of the might of your awesome acts. I will declare your greatness. Mm. This moves us into something that you had said that we need to look at and find and receive the promises of God. Yeah. Now you said that the promises of God really helped you out when you were struggling. There was a point in my life where when I was alone and I was battling, I was battling those voices. I was battling the condemnation. I was battling. I mean, this sounds so funny, so bad that when when I finally gave in after God kept telling me to go to church, go to church, and I said, you can't make me, you can't make me. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm sitting there. And then after the, the word that the preacher had given, I'm running out crying. Why am I crying? Because it's hitting my heart. Yeah, It's his word. It's his word opening me up so that he can get in. And so when I was going through this, there was a couple people that I was able, by going to church and and coming to know a couple people, one of the ladies told me, get yourself a promise book that'll take you into his word and show you his promises. And that is something that you can hold on to. So I have this book that's about, oh, so thick. (laughs) Yeah. And about, oh, so big, it fit in my purse. And 
I carried that thing with me. And I there were there were nights where I was by the side of my bed with my Bible and that promise book, crying mm. and saying, God, I need you. I need your help. I don't understand. I don't know where to find things. And this promise book, I'd say, what am I feeling? I'm angry right now. I'd turn to the section that says, what does God say about anger? And I would see that he wasn't happy with anger and what anger does to us. Mm. And it's like, in there, there might be the word forgiveness. And then I would jump over to, what does God say about forgiveness? Mm -hmm. I was learning what he was telling me and showing me to allow him to come in and do the healing. I had to work with him. That means I had to submit. I had to hear his word and be willing Mm-hmm. To say, I can't, but you can come come do what you do. Yeah. And in that, there was one scripture that I carried with me on a three by five card. <laughs> I kept it on a three by five card in my bathroom. Yep, it was in the bathroom. <laughs> you remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember. And it's um it's Isaiah forty one ten, right? Yes, yes. I I know a lot of people know this already. So okay. So you're saying a lot of people already know this. This one scripture. This one scripture. There are a lot of quote unquote refrigerator scriptures. Right. We we see them, we hear them, we know them, but do we receive them as a right. promise of God? We need to receive the word of God as fact. We need to receive the word of God, its promises as our own. Mm-hmm. We have to own these and you own this one. I believed him. And he would tell me time and time again, as those voices would come to me, this is what he would tell me. Okay. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And this got me through so much. Amen. Not just this, Mm -hmm. but this being one of his promises. Yeah. That he's with me, that he's my God, that I don't have to be all Ah, but they say I'm not good enough. They say this. I've done this, and they're right. I, I, I've, I've done this thing. But isn't this where <laughs> the word comes in, and we start believing what he says about us? Yeah, that we are no longer under guilt and shame and condemnation, for there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is the stuff that we need to know in the word. Yeah, and we need to get it into our soul, into our spirit, and let Holy Spirit just help us to marinate and to meditate upon these words and then be transformed by them. Yeah. Right? Be not dismayed. And this is where we get into with the promises that we are praying back to God mm-hmm. because we are learning his word, yeah. right? So we learn his word and we pray his word and we're just focusing on the promises of God, combating off this wickedness. And this is, to me, the biggest key. How do we fight these, these words, these, these, these voices? Whether they're truly demonic, whether it's self-loathing or hatred or anger or something that we're trying to, these wounds that we're trying to be healed of, the best form is praise. Yeah. 
The Bible tells us to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So we're going to go to Psalm 150. And I really want you guys to focus in on this one word you're going to hear over and over. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty actions. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and flute. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise Praise the the Lord. Lord. Amen. Come on. Amen. See, we're not just talking about just, you know, God, you're good and your word's always good. It's learning to praise him in every circumstance. And what, what I learned was that when these voices come to me, you know, Chris, you should lust after this person. Father, I just thank you that that doesn't mark me anymore. That I am no longer bound by lust. I'm no longer bound by addiction. Lord, that you set me free and this captive is dead to sin and alive unto you. Father, I thank you, God, that I'm a new creation. Do you hear this way this is going? Father, I thank you, God, that I am yours. Jesus, I thank you that your blood has washed me clean. It's it's praying and praising him all at the same time. We're giving him glory for the work that he's already done done. We just need to believe it by the renewing of our mind. We need to live it by our prayer and worship in all things, it says, in all that we do, do as unto the Lord. Yeah. Even our praise. So we're praising God, but it's not just with word, it's from our heart, right? right? So let's go um, to Matthew 12. Jesus is, is... teaching with the use of parables. Yeah. Right? So he talks about make a tree good and its fruit will be good. If the tree is, make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. But I want you to see this part. In 35 through 37, why don't you go ahead and read that part? A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. The revelation that Jesus wants us to hear right here is that our idle words have a weight to them. I've done a a, a talk on that before. But it's out of the goodness of a man's heart that good comes forth. When love invades our heart, Mm -hmm. love will come naturally out of our voice. Mm -hmm. It'll just expound forth. God, you are so good, so amazing. I thank you, God, that, that, Lord, that you want to come and commune with me. I thank you, God, that you love spending time with me. It's that thankful heart. And I'd like to close us out with this last one from, from Psalm 119. Yeah. 9 through 16. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. 
I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Guys, we encourage you that if you've been struggling with hearing um, voices that are contrary to anything good, words that are contrary to the word of God. They tell you the voices that tell you who you are not. Yeah. You know, contrary to God's word. Because as we learn in God's word, we are his creation. Amen. The voices wouldn't be there if we weren't somebody to God. Amen. So that's going to wrap us up today, guys. So, Father, we just thank you, God, that your word goes forth in power and in truth. And we come together right now, God. We come together and we command every wicked spirit that's been binding the people right now. We break off every tie of the enemy. We silence every curse ever spoken over them. We take away guilt. We take away condemnation. We take away suffering and pain through the words spoken against them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that your word is going forward in power and in truth, and they're being set free because you, Jesus, have come to set the captives free. And I thank you, God, that we will hear your voice, Jesus. Father, I thank you for your mercy that is brand new today. If you need a touch, for fresh touch, just say, God, touch me. Father, I'm here. Please touch me. Let me hear your voice. Above all things, Jesus, let me hear your voice and I will be obedient to you. Lord, just touch me afresh. Touch me anew. I rest on your promises and I give you all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Just remember... This is everything we need. He is here and he is for us so much that he paid it all that we don't have to live in the torment. And remember, speak it, declare it, for this is what we live on. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. The Word of Freedom Podcast.